You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Ellen Fanning and joining me is Jack Budgen, Graduate Process Engineer at Sydney Water. And with him is Anna Flack, Science Research and Innovation Coordinator, also at Sydney Water. Welcome to you both. Hi, Ellen. Thanks, Ellen. Now, Anna and Jack will be talking us through how their small-scale study of kitchen taps across Sydney is leading to changes in national recommendations and policy review. Um, So could one of you begin with what was the motivation for conducting this sort of study? The motivations for this study was um, it arose from a number of instances across Australia where Lead was found in drinking water. So one example was the Children's Hospital in Perth. Um, Its grand opening was delayed because they found exceedances of lead in the water coming from those taps. And a number of instances like this caused NHealth, the uh, National Environmental Health Network, to put in a recommendation that all households in Australia run their taps for 30 seconds every morning. And that's to remove any of the lead that might have leached into the water overnight. Um, This 30-second guideline for running your taps isn't based on much science. So what we did was we were approached by New South Wales Health to put together a bit of a study to, um, to just find what the best amount of flushing time was to run your taps. And Jack, um, how did you get involved uh, and what was your role? Yeah, so at the time I was doing a role in water quality at Sydney Water. Uh, so my role in the study was uh, organising the water sampling. So we had over 108 uh, Sydney Water volunteers who sampled from their kitchen taps. Uh, so we sent those samples off to our Westride labs for analysis. And then we looked at those results and compared them with some household surveys that we got the volunteers to do to make our final findings. Those properties were in the Greater Sydney area. They were in the Illawarra and uh, the Blue Mountains. You were analysing for a range of metals and you asked them to collect four 250 mil samples from their tap. Um, what sort of intervals after turning on the tap did you want them to assess? So the reason that we're recommended to run our taps for 30 seconds before drinking is so that any lead which might have leached into the water from the plumbing fittings, so this is brass plumbing fittings uh, that could contain lead, um, that can leach into water after long periods of stagnation. So running the tap first thing in the morning will flush out that water that might have had lead leached into it. Um, We asked our volunteers to collect that first flush of sample in the morning. So that was after a period of eight hours stagnation. And after they collected the first flush, we asked them to run their taps for five seconds where they collected another sample, 30 seconds where they collected another, and two minutes where they collected that sample. So we could use those four samples to determine what the most appropriate flushing time was required. And Jack, you were also um, interested to discover from the participants uh, the age of their property and details about the plumbing. Why did you want to know that? Yeah, that was an added uh, thing that we wanted to add to this project. Uh, So when we provided each of our volunteers with our sample bottles, we also asked them to fill out a survey which sort of outlined 
uh, details about their property, about their plumbing, uh, when they took the samples, uh, how long the water had been stagnant for, and other parameters like that. Um, that was just another uh, way that we could make some key findings to potentially help uh, make changes and reviews of uh, the building code standards and um, things like that. So one of the main findings we found from uh, correlating our lead uh, data with our household survey data was that we actually found that houses that had newer kitchen taps had higher levels of lead in the first flush samples than older kitchen taps. So the Australian standard allows up to 4.5% lead in brass fittings. Uh, so if you look at a, a brand new tap with brand new brass fittings in there, there's a great deal of accessible lead on the surface of that brass fitting that can easily leach into the water. Now if you compare that to an older tap that has been leaching lead for many, many years, there's less accessible lead on the surface compared to when it was first manufactured. So that's why we had that really interesting correlation. Anna, it's also interesting to compare the Australian standard to um, the standard of lead in brass in the US and Canada. That's correct. So as Jack mentioned, the Australian standard permits up to 4.5% lead content in brass fittings, which is almost 20 times more than what the US and Canada permit. So they have a maximum allowable lead content of 0.25%. Um, these lower lead taps are available in Australia, but they are three to four times more expensive and the average consumer probably wouldn't know to look for these lower lead content taps when they go to the shops. So Anna, take me in detail through the results um, from the samples that the properties gave you. Sure. So our results were quite interesting. We found that 8% of samples had lead exceedances in that first flush sample So that was about nine out of our 108 properties had lead levels above the guideline value of 10 micrograms per litre. However, by the five-second flush, all of our samples met the guideline values. So all samples were less than 10 micrograms per litre. Then onto the 30-second and two-minute samples, there was minimal further reduction. So that that showed that... um, a five-second flush was more than enough to allow 100% of our samples to meet the lead in drinking water guidelines. And what did you conclude from those results, Jack? Yeah, I think, well, the obvious thing to, to note from that is that the advice from NHealth to flush our taps for 30 seconds each morning might be a bit too excessive. Now, in the time that we were doing this study, we were in, well, Sydney was in one of the worst droughts on record. And if every person in Sydney was to flush their taps for 30 seconds in the morning, then we would be wasting up to 15 megalitres, that's a million litres, of water each day. Now, that's the size of six Olympic swimming pools. So that's an incredible amount of water wastage where we didn't have that water to waste. So uh, the finding of five, a five-second flush was really important. That water saving, but also more realistic and achievable for households to to manage. The important thing also there is that one of those nine or nine samples that were above the Australian drinking water guideline value for lead was actually my house, funny enough. Uh, but then, yeah, as Anna said, come the five-second mark, we had uh, lead below the guideline value. 
So are you very diligent now, Jack, <laughs> in running your tap for five seconds? Yes, I make sure I run my tap for five seconds in the morning. Knowledge is key. So, yeah, I definitely run my tap for five seconds. I also think it's important to note that um, the risk of getting uh, lead poisoning from drinking water in Australia is quite low. Um, but this is just health recommendations just to ensure that we're all doing the best thing we can with our drinking water. So the risk is still low, even if you weren't to flush, but best practice is to flush. And did you draw any conclusions, Anna, about um, where the source of the lead was predominantly coming from? Was it these new plumbing fittings that householders had installed or was it coming further back in the system, perhaps from the meter? Well, Sydney Water conducts regular compliance sampling of all the drinking water we supply and the average background concentration of lead in Sydney's supplied drinking water is 0.34 micrograms per litre. So any lead in the customer's water above this value has to come from their household plumbing. So that's your, your kitchen taps, your bathroom taps that contain lead-containing brass fittings. And this was quite a um, a small sample, um, notwithstanding the fact that Jack was part of it. Um, what lessons did you learn and what further research would you like to undertake as a result? Yeah, so that's the really exciting part of this study. We conducted the initial sample size of 108 households and we've then given that information to New South Wales Health and to the Water Services Association of Australia, WASA. And what they're doing is they're developing a wider program of work that they're rolling out across member utilities all across Australia. And um, all these utilities will be able to replicate our study and build a bigger data set that can give some more statistically significant results and that will prove strong evidence for NHealth to maybe revise their guidelines as well as giving to the Australian Building Codes Board to potentially look at revising that 4.5% allowable lead level in our plumbing fittings. And Jack, what do you think are the implications of this work? Like Anna said, uh, the advice that NHealth provided uh, in 2018 to flush your taps for 30 seconds wasn't based on any scientific research or evidence. It was a very arbitrary figure. Uh, so. Once this extended sampling program around the country uh, gets completed and there are more data points to analyse, then NHealth should be able to change their advice to a more reasonable and achievable uh, value. But also, as Anna said, the review of the 4.5% uh, lead content in brass fittings, the fact that the US and Canada are 20 times lower than what we are, uh, should be raising some questions. So hopefully this study and the extended program that WASA is uh, putting out to Australian utilities will form part of the review of that that figure. And in the meantime, have you thought about changing your taps over? <laughs> no, no. As Anna said, the risks of lead poisoning from drinking water is very, very low. Uh the compliance sampling results show that the lead levels are extremely low uh, and that the um, internal plumbing provides some lead, but if you follow the health advice, you're, you're more than fine. 
Well, it's fascinating research. Thank you so much for telling us about it. I've been speaking with Jack Budgen, Graduate Process Engineer at Sydney Water, and Anna Flack, Science Research and Innovation Coordinator at Sydney Water. Thank you both for your time. Thanks, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen.